Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Van the Man Morrison, he's in trouble. Why? Well, Belfast City Council may revoke Van Morrison's freedom of the city, we're told, following the musician's decision to release three new anti-lockdown songs. This is bizarre, although nothing is really bizarre in this world anymore, is it? Uh, the entire, every, every day is bizarre. Something uh, new comes to the table and this is one of those moments. The singer sparked controversy and criticism this week after taking aim at the UK government in a series of tracks protesting co- uh, coronavirus restrictions. Um, on one song, uh, Van Morrison is claiming scientists, uh, claiming that scientists are making up crooked facts while another sees him brand the authorities fascist bullies. Uh, the songs have been condemned, of course, by Northern Ireland's Health Minister, Robin Swan. Uh, speaking to BBC, he said, I don't know where he gets his facts. He says, I know where the emotions are on this, but I will say that that sort of messaging is dangerous. Our messaging is about saving lives. He says, if Van wanted to sing a song about saving lives, then that would be more in keeping with where we are at the minute, he says. Uh, Belfast City Councillor Emmett McDonough Brown uh, has called on the local authority to revoke the honour handed to Van Morrison back in 2013 in recognition of his achievements. He said Van Morrison was given the freedom of Belfast, the highest honour the city has to bestow, uh, can bestow. His most recent lyrics undermine the guidance in place to protect lives and are ignorant of established science as we grapple with COVID-19. He goes on to say, so I've asked Belfast City Council to consider revoking it. I think we should withdraw the endorsement. And finally, he says he remains free to say whatever he wants. Okay, so he's free to say whatever he wants, but not, I suppose, with the Freedom of the City badge on his, on his, on his uh, jacket. The 75-year-old musician has been an outspoken opponent of the coronavirus restrictions for some time now. In an open letter to fans, he previously hit out at the pseudoscience, he says, of socially distanced gigs. Uh, one of the songs due to be released is called No More Lockdown, by the way. Uh, the lyrics reportedly are this. And I had a look at Van Morrison's website earlier on. Um, and actually, as I was, and, and I wonder a lot of people listening to Van Morrison records now, isn't that what happens during sort of con- uh, controversy like this involving uh, musical acts? Because they ended up listening to some of my favourite Van Morrison songs in the office earlier on. Um, I don't necessarily agree with what he's doing right now, but some of his songs are just amazing. Into the Mystic is one of my favourite songs of all time. Astral Weeks, uh, one of my favourite albums. Anyway, this song is... No more lockdown. This is, this is some of the lyrics to the song. No more lockdown. No more government overreach. The uh, musician sings then in the chorus, no more fascist bullies disturbing our peace. No more taking of our freedom and our God-given rights, pretending it's for our safety when it's really to enslave. So, I want to get your opinion on this today. Do you think Belfast City Council would be right to revoke the freedom of the city? Or do you think that is plain censorship and just nonsense at this stage? Some people are calling it a form of cancel culture, while others think it's dangerous to release anti-lockdown songs. What do you think? So the question today is, should Van Morrison have his freedom of the city revoked? Do you remember the last time there was a, a freedom of the city revoked from somebody? Bob Geldof. That wasn't so long ago when Dublin City Council decided on that and there was all sorts of controversy. But that was nothing to do with COVID, nothing to do with restrictions or lockdowns or anything like that. Uh, This time it is and Van Morrison is in the eye of the storm. So should Van Morrison have his freedom of the city revoked? The number to get in touch, 1850-410-494 or WhatsApp 087-188-0008. Mary, you're live in Classic Hits. Hey, Mary. Hi. How are you doing? Go ahead. What's your point on this, Mary? 
I'm a bit amazed, actually. I thought he was more intelligent than this. Okay, yeah. Um, I really thought he had more substance to him than this. Um, it's not... He, he really is listening to one side of a story. But in actual fact, if he wanted to write a song, it's not about the scientists being right or wrong. It's the fact that they're not listening to the scientists when they're putting these things out. Mm. What, the, what they're actually doing is Nobody would have a problem with a scientific approach if it was either actually, one, implemented, and the people were actually physically uh, protected, i.e. the nurses and everything. The the problem he should be looking at is the fact, the resource problem. Um, The government has not acted correctly Mm -hmm. and timely. Uh, And that's why, you know, there's such devastation, and we're at this point... If they had locked everything down in every country for the first month, we would have killed the damn thing. But um, I, I mean, that, that's questionable in itself, though, Mary. Can you, can you, act, I know there are some scientists calling for the zero COVID policy, but can you actually kill a virus and, 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 and still function financially? That, that, I mean, that is the ultimate question, isn't it? No, I agree. No, I understand where you're coming from, but it would have been controlled into such a, such a degree that we would we would be a viable working population mm. uh, eventually. But the problem with it now is that they're telling so many lies, and that's all governments are telling so many lies. Who, who, who's, this, who's telling lies? The government? Well, yeah. It only came out this morning on one of the programmes in the morning that the old people's homes, again, are being hit in the UK. And the figures, 43% of the figures, are in old people's homes and not the restaurants. The restaurants are about 6% or something. So the people that they're targeting are incorrect. Yeah, well, so I, 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 I don't know those exact figures, but yeah, I know obviously... Yeah, this morning. Uh, right, okay, but in the UK, you mean? Well, yeah. I, I, like, I, I know... Yeah, in the UK. Yeah, I know, um, and I can't think of the figure, and I don't want to give you a wrong figure, yeah. uh, but it, it was stark in, in America in relation to the fatalities that yeah. nursing homes, the nursing home population makes up you know, a point whatever percent of the population of America. Yeah. This is just to surmise it, basically. Uh, but the incidence rate, the fatality rate in America uh, of COVID-19 over or, or just under 50% were from point, point 0.6, something like that. Point what is it, Helena? 40% were made up of 0.6%, something like that of the population. Yeah. So there's no doubt about it that nursing homes are, having, are, 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 have been hit and, and, yeah. and could possibly be hit again in the future, yeah. But they're having to implement lockdowns through their failures their failures to have resources, their failures to act quickly enough. That's what, that's what the lockdowns are actually about. And that's what he needs to put into context. Their lies. Their lies are going to kill people. Right. Well, so back to Van then. Do you reckon he's just yeah. on this conspiracy uh, trip that, yeah. that, that lots he's, of other people he's, are? He's following a trail that is leading him nowhere. Yeah. The, the like, scientists are right in a lot of things if only they were actually listened to. That thing that they did yesterday with the two guys from the health, uh, the senior guys from the health, they had a closed um, room. They gave out the statistics. They told you everything that was mm. going to happen, everything that was happening, and nobody to ask them any questions. The government couldn't afford people to ask them questions because they would have asked 
why has the government done this? Why has the government yeah. done that? I, and they would have been put on the spot and they weren't allowed to do that. Yeah. I, I, I think ultimately that's what every nation is grappling with now. It's the the public health officials who, you know, mm. for the most part, I mean, I, I would imagine their goal would be a zero disease yeah, country yeah. because that, that is ultimately what they want to work towards. That's why they yeah. became who they are, to try and solve problems it's with regards political. to... It's political. It's not scientific. It's political. Yeah, but what I'm saying is then obviously they're grappling with politicians yeah. and one wants one thing, the other says, well, we can't really do that or whatever. And ultimately we have to come to some form of balance and that's yeah. that's the issue we're all having. I, I want to get back though for a second to Van Morrison and I want to ask you this question and Donald, hang on there and come to you in a second. If we're to believe that Von, Van Morrison is going down the extreme sort of conspiracy route, right? Mm-hmm. That the government are you know, playing this game to keep us all under wraps and control us and they have this long-term plan and all, whatever, right? I, I would imagine that most logical people don't think that's the case. Right now, yeah. come up on air and argue with me if you want. But I like to think that 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 is not the case. So people who believe that we had this conversation in the office earlier on uh, about conspiracy theorists, and I read this very interesting article about why conspiracy theorists are who they are, and it's 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 more of a fear issue with them in that they're scared because yeah. you know they don't want to come to the realization that nobody is in control of these things, uh, yeah. and and I, you know I find it interesting sometimes when people come up in the air and they they have this very simplistic approach uh, to how things can be solved uh, because there's a belief system that someone is actually peddling this whole disease or someone's peddling it, you know, and there's a there's a simple answer if we just stop the government from lying, it's over. But in fact, that's just not the case. You know what I mean? No one's in control. Well, I've got a 31-year-old daughter that's teaching 30 children in a classroom under the age of seven. She has no PPE unless she bought it for herself. They're lying about what they did for the schools before they opened. It's not the scientists. It's the government. Now, if he wants to go down a conspiracy road, he wants to look at the resources that the governments are using, not the scientists. Yeah. Okay. Well, hang on there a second, Mary. Donal, you're live in Classic Hits. How are you, Donal? How are you doing? You're not too bad at all. All right. So, are we? Are we into? Oh, your line is awful. Can you hear me? Okay, Donal. I, I can. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Yeah, Grant. Uh, are we into a, ca- a cancel culture uh, territory again with this one? We are. Look at Van Morrison. Like every other citizen, should be allowed to say whatever he wants. Yeah. If you want to listen to it, listen. If you don't, don't. And the reason why Van Morrison and other people are doing this is because the media are not doing their job. Like, the, the media will just spin their side, their liberal side, all the time. Now, look, at I totally agree we have a, uh, this COVID. I'm not one of these people that's uh, a COVID yeah. denier. It, it, it's there, and people need to be yeah, careful. Yeah, but you know what, though, Donald? The problem is, and this is with all debates, no matter if it's COVID or, or whatever whatever we've had in the past, it, it's just, it's, it's so polarised in that you have the extreme, I don't believe there's even a disease happening, yeah to the, well, you should never listen to anything else than, other than what the state tells you to do. But, but if you're in any way in the middle, you have to be categorised as one or the other, and it's a very difficult conversation, I find. That's my point about the media. The media are either left or right. There's no in the middle. But you're where the media. I like to think I'm kind of in the middle here. Your station... And, and some small stations, yes. Yeah. Because you want to, and, and your colleague Niall want to question other uh, health officials as well. Not, not all, I don't believe all the health officials are right. I don't, I don't believe everything they say should be taken as gospel. Let's face it, the HSE has a, a shady record in, in, in other things, without a doubt. Like. Well, in relation, in relation to resources, and, that, and that's, a, yeah. that's another thing to, to, to you know, discuss as well. You the, know, but, but my point I want to make is, like, 
if this country now is gone like the states, you have CNN and you have Fox News, and that's and that's the way it's gone. And people that's in the middle have no say whatsoever. Mm. And I would and I would consider myself a person in the middle. I like to question things. I like to question like how. Why we have Neffet, and nobody has changed uh, the, the people in Neffet. Nobody. It's the same people every single day of the week. And let's face it, Neffet are running the country. If anyone tells me that the Minister of Health is running his department, it's just fast. No, but I suppose in one sense, you know, we're we're constantly for decades calling on people who are very qualified in certain roles to take us through Mm. difficult times, whether that be, you know, oh, for goodness sake, the finance minister isn't even, hasn't anything to do with finance, he's a teacher or vice versa. Now we suddenly have a case where we actually have people trying to guide us through an epidemic or a pandemic who are actually highly qualified in epidemiology and immunology and so on. And now we're giving giving out about it. Yes, but we there is other health professionals out there that disagree with, with people in Ethics. Sure. We, we don't hear their voices. We're not allowed to hear their voices. Well, I, and it is that simple. I, 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 I have never heard them if, it, if it's not in your station or some local... I haven't heard them in RT. I haven't heard them in News Talk. I just haven't heard them. Yeah. And, I, it, me, me, and you take News Talk. News I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I understand where you're coming from. Some of them know, for sure. But in relation mm. to even I saw, and if you want to talk about people who are anti-lockdown getting their airtime mm. on, on mainstream media. I mean, I had, it was at Hennigan, uh, who's from Oxford University. He's very high up there, very intelligent man. And he's very much against lockdown. In fact, he's very much against the way contact tracing is, being, sorry, the resources of PCR testing mm. are being used in contact tracing yeah. and so on. And he actually spoke in front of the, the the COVID committee or whatever it is, isn't it? Uh, this is Hennigan from Oxford University. He spoke in in, in, in front of, of, of that and so on. And that was, again, put back out on RT or whatever. So I wouldn't say it's a complete lockdown. I wouldn't get too uh, caught but, up but, in the fact that RT are somehow banning these people that are against uh, well, well, what the Neffet are saying. I don't agree with lockdown. And the reason why I don't agree with lockdown is as simple as this. Because in, in next year or the year after, we won't have it. We we won't have an economy. If we don't have an economy, we don't have a health service. We're, we're never here now about people dying of cancer, waiting for diagnosis of cancer, and everything. Like there's hundreds of people dying every day in this country of other diseases, and that would quantify quadruple over the next few years because they just won't be healthy. They get the health. Mm. Every single penny is going to COVID. Every single penny. And I and what they need to stop doing definitely is releasing these figures every evening. That needs to stop now. Well, I, yeah, I, 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 I had that, but I had that view not so long ago. And look, mm. I, I, it's a difficult situation they're in. It's a difficult situation all of them are in. However, there is a lot of devastation going on with this. There's no doubt about it. And, and the trade-off has to be, has to be greatly considered. I would like, and when I say trade-off, I mean putting all this resource into one thing and then, you know, having a look at other very important things that probably we don't think of all that much. I had a conversation yesterday, actually. I'll just say this very quickly, Donald. I, I, I mentioned this yesterday of someone very close to me in hospital, as many people do, right? And mm-hmm. that person that's very close to me is a stroke victim. Now, uh, that person, I won't name him and I won't name the hospital or anything like that. I'm not trying to be covert about it, but just for, for, for family purposes. But that person is in a hospital now, right? In a, in a stroke ward. And... We've pretty much been told that the most vital thing in this stage of a stroke issue is stimulation and recognition, right? Yeah. Which is vital in 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 the uh, you know in, in the rehabilitation of someone who's had a very severe stroke. Now, at present, first of all, there were fifteen minute visits allowed once a week. Mm-hmm with PPE on and all that, right? And I understand that. People in these wards are very, very vulnerable and they don't need something like COVID coming in. Uh, And now the hospital is in lockdown. Nobody can get in and visit. And 
I, the nurses and doctors and so on are stressed about this situation. The family are obviously stressed about this situation. Now, can you tell me what... The, so the trade-off here is what? That potentially someone could go into that hospital with COVID and visit and infect, right? Mm-hmm. But the, the, the other side of this is that all of those stroke victims can potentially have very poor outcomes. And I'm not talking about fatality. I'm talking about quality of life you see, now, complications. This is, yeah, this is the trade-off. All people at the moment are, are, are wondering, what's the point in living at all? I'm a school bus driver. I'm driving the school buses there now for the last three weeks. Okay? Now, I wear my mask. Students get on, they're yeah. wearing the mask. But they get off the bus. I see them. They're congregating. They're running. And now we have some secondary school teachers are talking about strike because they can't be guaranteed 100% safety in job, which I think is another day's conversation. But I think they should hang their head in shame, really. Because nobody can be guaranteed. Nobody can be guaranteed 100% safety. No, 100%. But in relation to that, and, I, I'm, I, and if there's a health professional listening and you want to correct me mm. that it's, ver- it's, it's completely impossible to have a stroke patient or someone else who needs that mm. form of family stimulation or connection, that it's completely impossible for it to happen, please do tell me. But mm. I, I just find it bizarre that we're, how many months into this thing now? Pushing on seven. That's where we're going. But that nothing seems to have been put in place. We tore down marquees. We took it away from private hospitals. We did all these things. Is there no chance of some form of isolation room, ventilated room, something like this, to help these people who are stuck in hospital without visitations? But this is where we're going, you see, because they'll get it. The the health professionals and all the people that's given advice are getting away with it because they're frightening people with all these numbers. Oh, God, look at you. We have to do this or the numbers are going to keep going up. And, and, And let's face it, a lot of these numbers are positive swap tests. That's exactly what they are. There'll never be a sick in the day that won't even have a symptom. A lot of them. Yeah. And but, look, and look, look at the meat factories. My God, what is it back? Yeah, I, so, look, this whole asymptomatic thing is going to roll on and on and on. I guess, you know, and, and I know the World Health Organization have pushed this from the very beginning. And at one point, one representative came out and said that it doesn't look like, it doesn't look like asymptomatic people are actually transmitting it. That was rolled back and they said that was a completely irresponsible thing. In fact, it can happen. And I, I guess the thinking on it is, Donald, that okay, we're seeing a lot of people who are asymptomatic are getting no, you know, even a sniffle. But the fact of the matter is that it, it seems the case that if you have a party of 10 and nine are asymptomatic, it could be the vulnerable 10th person who suffers the, 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 the ultimate. Do you know what I mean? And I guess that's what they're thinking. But, but they're, they're saying a lot, of the, the, a lot of people are getting this from, from households and things like that. And that could go back to households. Why in the hell don't the government get a set and close the off licenses? Why? Because then you, that's the end of house parties. That is the end of them. If there's no off licenses, there's no house parties. But... but the, they can't do that, but they have but, no problem in I, shutting down pubs for six months. Yeah, but you had a, you had a, you had a, I know, but you had a situation yesterday where we had in, in, in Oliver Bond, and I sympathise mm. with a lot of the residents in Oliver Bond, mm. in, in, and, and a lot of them are fantastic mm. people, and they got a bad deal over it, but you had a group yeah. of people there, and granted, and people were coming up on this show yesterday, Donald, saying close yeah. the off-licence, get rid of the drink, mm. but should they found canisters of bloom and whatever you call it, where they get high off, so I don't think it's going to stop it. But, but, but now, I, I understand that. And I'm not really saying close off licenses, but, but if they're going to close one thing. Oh, I know what you mean. Sorry, you're being, you're the, being the, facetious. The, the, the I know what you mean. They, they'll take the easy targets. They'll take the pubs. Like, how in the hell, when they opened restaurants and they let pubs close? That was a joke. 
like that the COVID, if you had a burger in your hand, then you couldn't get the COVID. You I mean, this was the joke, and it's still there, like. Yeah. It's still there. And, and, and the proof of the matter is, when, like, we're only getting one side of the story, is the health minister has been invited to come on your show, I don't know how many times, and he just will not come on. He just will not come on, because I know for a fact that you're not going to give him a list of questions that they're going to ask him. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I know, I know how things work. I, 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 I know yeah. Niall talks about this a lot, and he wants Stephen Donnelly yeah. on. I, I fully understand yeah. that. Uh, yeah. You know, if, if, uh, and I get that, and he should come on. He should be yeah. accountable and, and come on and speak. Yeah. But w- what I would say is, once I, and I'm not trying to uh, make apologies for the man, but once someone becomes a minister the game changes because they have a wall of press officers and so on that (laughs) (laughs) dictate who comes on. So I I would even imagine if Stephen Donnelly said, you know what I mean, need to want want to go on that show, they'd go, whoa. Oh, yeah, whoa, no, no, you can't. So that's all I'd say on that. But this is the problem because people, like if the government begin another lockdown now again, I don't think it's going to work because people are just not going to wear it. And the reason people are not going to wear it is because they're sick to the teeth of the lies. There's There's no leadership and there's no honesty. And until that comes, until we get our T-shirt out here and tell the absolute truth. And if the truth is bad, well, then tell it. Well, don't be patronising people no more. Yeah, this okay. patronising thing is All right. uh, the public. Don't, I have to take a break. Appreciate that. Thanks okay. a million. I tell you, we've gone so far away from Van Morrison, but you know, that's, that's just the nature of it at the moment. People have so many different opinions on the whole COVID thing. But we're, let's get back to the topic, right? And it's kind of, I suppose it's, it's, it's more a topic, topic of cancel culture because this has happened before. Pre-COVID, you know, whether it be uh, other artists that have done something controversial and suddenly there's a wave of people, you know, wanting to either revoke freedom of, freedom of cities or cancel their music on radio. We had a lot with Michael Jackson or whatever. Obviously, two different people with two different uh, controversies. But do you believe that Belfast City Council, as is being suggested, should revoke Van Morrison's freedom of the city? And if you're just tuning in, it's because he's going to release these songs who, who, uh, which have lyrics in them that say lockdown should be stopped, uh, that uh, it, it's only, you know, enslavement of populations and uh, lies and all the rest of it. And I'll read the lyrics out to you again in a couple of minutes' time. But based on that, based uh, upon the fact that Van Morrison is going completely against what the public health advice is, and that's both here, but more concerning for him in the north of Ireland, obviously, uh, and they want now to revoke his uh, freedom of the city. Do you think they're right to do that? based on what he's saying in these songs? Or should he be right to do whatever he wants? Funny, funny enough, I do find it funny sometimes uh, when the various ministers say, you know, they read out the lyrics essentially and say this is highly dangerous and people shouldn't be hearing that. And you're kind of thinking, well, that's <laughs> you're just reading it out. Maybe if you stay quiet in this stuff, no one would have given a damn about Van Morrison's songs, apart from uh, diehard Van Morrison. Uh, fans. Anyway, that's another debate. Uh, right, 1850 text or WhatsApp 087-188-0008. James, you're live on Classic Hits. How are you, James? Good afternoon, uh, Mike. Good afternoon. Let me read you some of these lyrics again yes, from I Van Morrison. Them, uh, I've heard them, Mike. Yeah, so it's no more lockdown, no more government overreach, no more fascist bullies disturbing our peace, no more taking of our freedom and our God-given rights, pretending it's for our safety when it's really to enslave. Now, uh, think of that in a sort of a twang of Van Morrison. Yes, well, uh, and you You've got it. Right, James, what do you think? I'm only, I'm only a few years younger than Van Morrison, and uh, obviously I've admired him all my life. He's a brilliant uh, musician. Yeah. And 
I'm not surprised that he is, would come out with this because, of course, what he's doing, he's speaking up for his own industry, uh, Mike. Okay. Of course, it's devastating. The, the, the music industry and the yep. entertainment industry. I was only reading this morning about Christy Dignam and his band in Dublin. And he said the band, you know, that whatever savings the, the band had for a rainy day are all gone. Yeah. And he has road managers, he has people who want to set up his equipment, and they're all out of work. And they all have mortgages, they all have kids. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. The entertainment industry, the concert industry, all that sort of stuff has been decimated. And in fairness, they, they have a number of campaigns out at the moment to try and just make people aware and whatever. And I sort of, I feel very sorry for them because oh, yeah. they probably don't get as much attention as, as, as you know, other industries thousands do. Of people, thousands of people. Yeah. We have it here in Cork, many people who work in pubs and gigs and they depend on it for their living and, you know, it's, it's horrendous. Yeah, and, and people sort of forget as well how many people are involved in that. I mean, even just to put one gig on, you've got the, oh, the artists, you've got the ticket sellers, you've got the PR people, you've got the... The people with the equipment. The equipment, the, the technical side the of things. Yeah, it just rolls on and on and on and these people are all out of work. Yeah, it's very tough. Yeah, so you're that, right. That's, that's what he's probably doing. He's speaking up for his own industry and, uh, as you know, uh, singers like Ran and Christy Moore, they've always been doing this, writing protest songs since the beginning of you know, beginning of music. Yeah. But Musicians have always been singing and writing protest songs against governments, against government policy. So there's nothing new about this, Mike. So something is different here, though, isn't it? Like, I, and, 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 you know, I'm not sort of trying to utilise the show for people to have a go at what Neffet or government are saying or whatever, but there's something different afoot at the moment where... Anybody who, and I don't, I don't necessarily agree with Van Morrison and his lyrics, so probably it seems like a bit of a daft song to me, but the fact that everyone's getting their hands, you know, completely chopped off if they even raise their heads oh, yeah. to disagree, yeah. is, to me is most concerning with this. Yeah, but particularly I'm an admirer of J.K. Rowling. She's also got herself in trouble recently, as you know. Uh, stating so, the so, that so what the right is it then? That is, is it only to, certain... To a woman, you have to be born a woman, of course. You've got a full Yeah, well, that's a different story. Yeah, but, but then... Attacking and all sorts of nasty RIP letters and threats. And uh, uh, I, I admire these people who have the courage to stand up against, you know, the, the, the wave of political correctness and lefty liberal and cancel yeah. culture and black lives matter. Yeah, well, look, I, I, I would always champion debate. There's no doubt about it. Now, some people can take it too far and it ends up inciting things and all. It's a, it's a cautious sort of battle. Uh, but in relation to Van Morrison, yeah, I just, I, I, I don't know. This is sort of... And, and also, of course, you must remember, Mike, yeah. uh, Chris, uh, Van Morrison has what every artist has artistic licence. They're always allowed to go even further than the, the normal people. You know, people like our own Tommy Tiernan, you know, he doesn't hold back. He's about as politically correct as an aisle. And uh, he will, you know, insult everybody on the stage who, you know, uh, you, you'll be the part of every joke. Yeah. Whether you're gay, whether you're disabled, whether you're Muslim, whether you're my church, the Catholic church, everyone he'll ever go of. Because he has artistic license. Okay, fair enough, right? Fair enough, right? And, and look, I tell you who, who else is in trouble on this is Noel Gallagher. He's never been one to hold back either from Oasis. He, he was on a podcast. I don't know whether you heard what he said. No, I didn't. Uh, but oh, he was completely anti mask, doesn't wear a mask, had been told to wear one before. He said, What are you going to do about it? Uh, he said, Oh, so the coronavirus only attacks you when you're, no, uh, when you're not eating your sandwich and all this kind of stuff. He went on and on and a whole, holy rant. Yes, in fact, yeah, I, 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 no, but, sorry, in fact, I, I don't know why he's not not getting as much abuse as Van Morrison is because he was even even more extreme. But for a second, James, let's take a look at these lyrics that are apparently going to come out on Friday, right? Now, 
No, right. Some of the stuff about, you know, uh, no more lockdown or whatever. Grant, there's plenty of people saying, you know, maybe hard lockdowns aren't so good and so on. That's a debate being had. But let's go to this now. No more taking our freedom and our God-given rights. Pretending it's for our safety when it's really to enslave. Now, is he heading down the conspiracy route there that has to be nipped in the bud if he's a public figure? Well, I would say this, uh, um, um, Mike, is this. I am one of those people now who would be considered vulnerable because I'm only a couple of years younger than Van Morrison. Sure, yeah. I don't personally, am I speaking for myself now, I don't personally want the future of the younger generation, the future of the economy destroyed just to protect an old codger like me who's had a full long life, Mm -hmm. who's at the end of his life. I've had my life. I don't want the future of the economy destroyed for Mm 18-year-olds, 20-year-olds, 25-year-olds, people your age, people Helena's age. Uh, devastated, the future devastated just to protect an old codger like me who's had his life Mm -hmm. and anyone of my age, 65, 70, 75 have had their life, their day is over so uh, yes, have a certain amount of protection I can protect myself, I do protect myself to a certain degree but I'm not paranoid, I still go out to the pubs but the idea that we must must destroy everything just because an older generation have to be Mm-hmm. protected, who are going to die anyway probably fairly sooner than later. That is my own personal view. Sure, and, and, have and a different view. Yeah, but I'm fair play to you, but the thing is that people do have a, a different view and, 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 and you know what, it's not usually people, so Van Morrison's 75, you're a couple of years younger, we can sort of guess the age, right? Uh, but it's not... <laughs> I don't believe it's a lot of people of your age per se. There are a lot of young people as well that, and and I've had these debates before, where you even enter into discussion about, you know, the different tactics being taken around the world and sure, look, let's just debate them. Let's just bash them out. It's just, you know, we're not making any policy here. Let's just talk about it. It's innocent. But if you venge, if you, but, 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 sorry, James. That's censorship, and there's too much of that now, Mike. I know, but what I'm saying is, if you ever venture into even considering, well, you know, is another tactic, maybe it's maybe it's the right way to go, where, you know, very, very vulnerable people are shielded, and the rest of the community, you know, have the virus and move around, and so on and so forth. I, 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 you know, I, I had a reaction before where I was told, are you happy enough to kill old people? And it's this kind of... It's this very venomous sort of oh, well, extreme side of it. So unfortunately, there is a lot of division. Yeah, but look, oh, what can we do? There's no point in, you know, we're going to have to adhere to the guidelines and what's been said, and, and 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 hopefully trust in those who are in charge. And I know people will be scoffing at the radio there, but what else can we do, James? Well, what I would, and what Manila has been saying is, yes, you protect those who are vulnerable to the best of your ability, but you let the rest of the younger, the under 45, there's 3 million under 45s in this country, Mike. Okay, and but let them get on and work in the economy and go to the shops, fine. go to the pubs, and protect those. As fine, as can, but not fine. Protect uh, them but to the point where okay. you destroy the future. James, I agree with you, right? And three, four months ago, I think that was sort of gaining momentum. Then, suddenly... Long COVID, memory loss, hair loss, uh, you know, pro- long-term problems with the lungs. All this sort of stuff now has been put forward and, and some evidence is, is showing up in various studies and so on. And now we're in a predicament where this damn thing will hit the vulnerable. And even if it hits someone asymptomatically, we're told, it could possibly have long-term effects. So now we're stuck in this moment. And I can sort of see, you know, I know people give out about the government to give out about bit effort. And it's all well and good if you're not actually implementing policy to have a great say on things. It's like a fan, on a, you know, in a stadium. It's all well and good for you to shout what someone should do. You're not on the pitch. You know, so, oh, yeah. so, yeah, so it's easy cool, enough yeah. to shout what, what you think people should do. But if you're in a situation of power uh, and responsibility and someone comes to you and says, 
you know, look, this is affecting, it's clearly affecting older people. Right, okay, well, let's, let's just protect them and move on. Yeah, yeah, but one more thing, right? Young people who get it, it they're being affected long term. Okay, well, let's just really reduce things because asymptomatically people are getting it and let's let them move around. Yeah, but even if you're asymptomatic, you could get long-term effects. So can you understand the predicament they're in with this? Well, yes, I mean, you, you have to, I mean, have to be fair all around, uh, um, uh, Mike. Uh, 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 Michal Martin, and I'm no great admirer of Michal Martin, he can't come on and have the kind of opinion I've just expressed because we'd be saying, oh, my God, he doesn't care. Uh, so, yes, he's caught. He's caught between a rock and a hard place. And I suppose he's just trying to balance things out. I, I, I understand that they're, yeah. they're in. But yeah, I'm not trying to give them a free pass, by the way, yeah, but I'm I just saying... I'm afraid I, of what the damage this is doing to the economy and the yeah. long-term damage. Well, even our own airport here now, Mike, which sure. is hugely important to the city. Uh, and the, the viability is in question, Mike. And it would destroy the economy of the city if our airport was gone. Well, absolutely, we have no more investment. It is one of the major parts of our in- infrastructure here in the city. Yeah, and I'm probably won't be felt for quite some time. That's ultimately... Let's not be too negative on it, but, oh, no, but, I mean, but let's hope for positivity. On it. J- James, I'm going to hold you there for a second because I have to take a break. 1850 is a number 087-188-0008. It's so hard to get away from COVID talk, even if you talk about Vance, um, Van Morrison and, and music and cancel culture and all that sort of stuff. It just it all comes back to what policies are in play. And I know that's on all your minds at the moment because it's just engulfing all of us and it's very hard to, to avoid it. But let's get back to the topic as much as we can. Van Morrison is sort of uh, releasing these protest songs against lockdown or whatever. Do you believe Belfast City Council are right or some representatives of Belfast City Council are right in wanting to revoke his freedom of the city? 087-188-0008 is the WhatsApp number. Anne, you're live in Classic Hits. Hi, Anne. Hiya, Mike. How are uh, you? I'm fine, thank you. Go ahead, Van um, Morrison. What's the story? Well, first and foremost, I think, like, he's entitled to his opinion, like everyone else. Okay. You know, free speech, you know, I'm all in favour of free speech. You know, even though I may disagree with somebody, uh-huh. they have the right to their opinion, you know. And I, I kind of agree with a lot of what James said earlier on, mm. uh, what Van, he thinks about people in the business in the music business, yeah. have been hit hard very much by this. Sure. And also people in the acting businesses. I'm thinking especially of people even say, I don't know, those at the Abbey actors, anybody. Yeah, theatre actors, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's so many people affected by this. And I do think the government, they've got it all wrong in the sense that they're kind of going on like headless chickens, really. Mm. And... Um, at the beginning, I know it was all new to them, mm-hmm. but now they honestly, I, I just don't think they're going about it the right way at mm. all. And I mean, the thing with the pubs, at the very beginning, when the, the those pubs that serve food, when they were allowed to open, I think all the pubs mm. should have been allowed to open at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, and I think there again, well, because the economy will take can't take another hit. Yeah. And then with Brexit coming down the line, well, look at, look we at, just cannot, yeah. cannot take. I mean, look the at, look at the economy is too important. Look at know? the UK now, uh, and they're, they're, the Boris is to announce tonight that their pubs are not to close fully, uh, but to, to close early and stuff. So look, we're in for a rocky road of ups and downs and whatever. I suppose yeah, you know yeah. we are going to have to get used to it. I, I get people are frustrated right now. There's no doubt about it. Hang yeah. on, and including Van Morrison, obviously. Uh, hang on, and Ma- Maliki. I've only got about three or four minutes, so Maliki, make a oh, point. Okay. Go ahead. Good afternoon, uh, Mike. Hey. This is just the latest um, attack and cancelling of somebody. I see Mark Lamert 
I think is his name from yeah um, the beast the, from the, from the, the chase, chase yeah. yeah has been cancelled because he made similar comments. Now I would have thought that through the centuries, one of the things that we had in this country was music, and it was always a form of protest, isn't that what's supposed to to have um, helped us survive through worse times? Sure. And now we're we're telling musicians what they can sing about. You know, there's something fundamentally wrong in this society that denies people so very clearly a right to free speech or yeah. to, to any speech which is outside of the, the liberal agenda or the I mean, state. only thing I will say is, Maliki, that you're right and, and, and there seems to be a cancel culture, right? Just the, that's a mentality going on at the moment. But with regard to actually preventing him from releasing those songs, that, that's not happening. This is all just because people are a bit mad and, and it's the bloom. As someone said in a text earlier on, I don't think Van Morrison gives a damn about the freedom of the city in Belfast, no more than, you know, any, you know what I mean, no more than his other, some of his other colleagues in the music business. So I don't think he cares. Uh, so it's not that we're actually preventing him from doing it. Oh, but we are, because what will happen now is, for instance, he'll be blocked across the media. He'll be blocked, from in, for instance, from being on, on the Late Late Show, done a tribute to him a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah, yeah. That will never happen again now. No, probably you not. Know, no. And, you know, we're, we're moving into very dangerous territory where anybody who makes any comments which the state doesn't agree with, because that's what we're talking about. And, you know, all of the stuff that has come out from Neffet, from um, any of the other agencies, from the government, they're opinions. And opinions are, are literally what they are, opinions. They're not fact. Mm-hmm. And people are entitled to disagree with those opinions. Marcus de Bruins, for instance, um, opinion, to me, is just as valid and entitled to be discussed and debated as yeah, but, Philip Nolan. I know, but aren't we in a, we're in a tricky situation at the moment because we're in an age of fake news, we're in an age of trying to, you know, well, counteract you that. that. In, no, 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 but, but what I'm saying is we're in an age of trying to streamline in some way information and it's their belief that the likes of Van Morrison is throwing out dangerous sort of uh, conspiracy-driven misinformation. That, well, that's ultimately what's no, happening. Well, you see, I mean, you've, you've encapsulated it in one sense. When you talk about fake news, it's yeah. who determines what is fake news. Well, that's it. And who if does, I have, yeah. If I have two doctors there, equally qualified, yeah. I'm entitled to take both, both of their opinions Do, okay. and, and come to a conclusion. I understand. And this is, this is where this is, gets so complex and, and divides people. I understand that because on one hand you have uh, an immunologist or uh, an epidemiologist or whatever working on behalf of, of Ireland and then you have someone else who seems to be equally qualified saying something separate, something well, different you, you or opposing see, so, so it's difficult but yeah, one thing Malachi I've only a minute I just want to put this to you in that, in that comment Mike you're implying that the guy who's not being paid by the state is actually working against Ireland no I'm not no not. You are no no, no you, I'm not I didn't say that I ju- I'm saying that's the scenario we find ourselves oh, in I'm not saying one is right one is wrong what, what, what I'm, my, my point to you is this both sides yeah, well, every side should be looked at, 100%. But I will put this to you, I have 50 seconds. I mentioned it earlier on to James. When you have a nephew entity in, in, in the predicament they find themselves in, which is this, which is being told about the vulnerable, which is then being told about people who can have long-term lasting effects on this and then are told even people who don't get a bloom and sniffle can have long-term effects on this and can pass it on. Can you see how they're in a situation 
where it's very difficult to say, well, do you know what? We actually, our, 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 our hunch is that maybe it's not as bad as this, so we'll just move on. They can't do that because they're being fed this information all the time. And I can sort of understand that. Whereas you've, your other scientist on the other side, he's no skin in the game. He doesn't care. He can say what he likes because he doesn't have to enact policy. Well, of course, people do have skin in the game. We saw a, a, a pharmaceutical company or, or mm. something sold yesterday for an almost 400 million. I saw million. that, yeah. Anyway, you know, I so, saw that, yeah. I know, I saw that, but I understand, I understand, but but you're jumping onto something different. I'm just, I'm simply saying that one scientist in one place, they could be right. Maybe they are. But what I'm saying is they have, if they're not right, who cares? They go into oblivion. If um, Ronan Glynn is not right or or wrong, whatever, there are implications for the rest of his life. So they're in, they're in those scenarios that that, that it's it's easier for everyone to shout from the sidelines. That's how I'm just suggesting. are now destroying families. The rate of suicide has gone through the roof. The amount of people who are in serious mortgage well, We don't know if the rate of suicide has gone through the roof. We don't know that. Well, we do know. We, we know don't know it. We can't know it. Well, we know it's an estimation. It's an estimation. I saw this debunked. It's an estimation of figures on a monthly basis for suicide. We don't know if they're no, skyrocketing. Because no, there's a lag, there's a lag in, in suicides being reported of course there to is, the coroner. certainly is an increase. That can't be known because there's a, log, a lag of reportage uh, of, of uh, or sorry, of, of, of um, death certificates in relation to cause of death and so on, particularly related to suicide. So we can't know that. We can only estimate how many suicides there are. Uh, that sort of skyrocketing suicides uh, opinion was debunked uh, a little while back on the journal.ie and they did heavy investigation into it. However, I must clarify because a lot of people are saying I don't seem to care about mental health. I do. Uh, I think we're all suffering mental uh, health issues at the moment. I include myself on that. I'm not saying I have any big deal that I need help with or whatever. I know people are in, in other awful situations, but we're all suffering a little bit on the mental health side of things. This is tough going without a shadow of a doubt, so I don't want to lessen that, okay? Uh, you mentioned uh, people having skin in the game or whatever the case was. We were talking about Van Morrison and I suppose people's rights uh, or the right not uh, to to say certain things about this uh, lockdown or these measures being taken, you think that it's gone too far. Cancel well, culture is in effect. Well, I think, you see, it's not just in relation to the, the current um, COVID issue. I think we're seeing this right across um, society in general. If we go back to the whole LGBT thing, if we look at abortion, if we look at all of the issues that... Uh, which are confronting society, you know, in the past number of years, <clears throat> there's a smaller and smaller um, level of people allowed to object. Yep. And anybody who, who stands outside what I would call now the liberal, uh, the liberal box or the liberal agenda box is now demonised and, and cancelled, which is the new word mm. for people. I, I suppose at some point, though, Maliki, a decision has to be made on all these things, and we can all debate them until the cows come home, but ultimately democracy works in such a way, and I know you'll argue maybe democracy isn't currently happening, uh, but that it works in a way that someone has to make a decision somewhere, whether it be about uh, same-sex marriage, whether it be about whatever, it's either it goes to the people, it goes to the government, the government will be elected, and then the decisions are made. Similarly to what's happening now, although yes, of course, people are saying NEFA aren't elected representatives and so on, but they work in public health alongside the government who are elected through various streams, but they are elected representatives and the decisions are being made. So at what point then do we stop the arguing and allow someone to make a decision on their best knowledge? Well, you see... All of those things are grand if we actually had debate. Mm. And, and that's all I have said. And I mean, one of the questions I've asked is, why in March, for instance, did the government tell us, don't wear a mask, there's no need, it's dangerous. Mm. And where is the evidence then, the medical evidence, to say that it's no longer dangerous? You know, something has happened in between. 
See, so, it, again, it, it, again, like uh, from what I've seen, I had this chat with Niall before and he said, well, there's so many, you know, studies that say masks are useless and whatever. And my, my argument was, yeah, but I guarantee you I could go online and find the same amount of studies that say they're not of, useless. Of and this goes round and round in circles. But, but the government's position and Neffet's position was that they were dangerous. Now, presumably they're reading by your analysis, the correct uh, medical papers to come up with that conclusion. Yeah. And I simply want to know what changed to change that advice? Uh, and I think that's a very valid question to yeah. ask. I, I, well, I, I want to know why, for instance, you can have a meal in a restaurant, mm. but you can't have a pint. Why you have to leave by 10 or 11 o'clock or whatever well, time. They have ex- know, they, they, yeah, they, I suppose they've explained, and we can agree or disagree with them, they have, as best as they possibly can, explained the logic they have the, the conclusion and, and as to why they've come, come to that conclusion as best they can. It doesn't mean we all have to agree with it, but in relation to the, the drink and the meals and all that, it's that you, you know, your inhibitions are sort of lost when the drinks happen and the social distancing doesn't happen and all that. It, well, a lot of it's based, see, a lot of yeah, it's based on see, assumption. We see the results of that is that there are now apparently more um, house parties. You know, the answer to that and the logic of what they're saying is that it's not the restaurants and the pubs that are the problem, but the actual alcohol. Mm. Now, if you're to follow their uh, argument to its conclusion, shouldn't they be banning alcohol? And let I'm the, not, and let, I'm and not let the the pubs, pubs open. No, no, no. Fine, tough enough now to get through this without it. But I, no, no, I don't mean that. Drink responsibly. You do, of course. Drink, Drink responsibly, of course. <laughs> Drink responsibly. Uh, but anyway, but I know what you mean. But yeah, maybe there's a point. Maybe the wet pub should have been allowed open minus the alcohol. At least they could have some sort of trade. Well, that, either, I don't think that was ever brought up, actually. Either Well, you see, if it's either alcohol is the problem, which they seem to be saying that it is, and this seems to be the reason why you can only stay, for instance, for an hour and a half, why you have to leave by 11 o'clock on the basis that people get drunk or after that, uh, I presume is the logic. So, therefore, they, they seem to be saying that alcohol is the problem. I mean, this is another thing that the HSE has been trying to, to deal with for years and reduce the amount of alcohol that's consumed. And, mm. you know, in a sense, they seem to be getting their way. You know, and all of the other problems that we seem to have had, mm. apparently, are now apparently gone. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody mentions climate change now unless there's, you know... Yeah, and it seemed to be that that ground was being made in relation to climate change and people were going for disposable straws and compostable well, uh, no uh, so, so on and so on. And now it's like, yeah, well, that's true. It, I, know, I suppose it's happened by default, yeah. It's happened by default in, in some respect. Maliki, well, I'm going to move on anyway, right? Well, uh, thanks, I, I appreciate your call. Have a good Tuesday, right? Take it, easy, take it easy. Bye. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.